You're listening to Positive Vibes with Shane Nicolich, making positivity and gratitude louder in a podcast world. Positive Positive Vibes with Shane Nicolich. Positive vibes. Uh, good morning, Aaron. Hi. Good Hi. morning. Good morning. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm doing phenomenal. I was I was just uh, giving a little giving a little intro here. Uh, you know, while I was waiting for you to connect there. Um, yeah. It's and uh, I was just explaining how we met in a marketing group on Instagram, and uh, that you're an energy healer and you practice Reiki. And uh, I was just about to say that you're a uh, you're a women's empowerment coach, and um, is is that right? That I have that right? A women's empowerment coach instead of like a general empowerment coach? Actually, that's how it started, and I just decided that I want to lean more towards soul-led entrepreneurs because I've realized that I actually do get a lot of um, interest from men, so. Yeah. Okay. Right on. Right on. Yeah. Well, I I had seen on your uh, on one of your po- Instagram posts, or maybe it was on your website or something. I saw somewhere that you know geared toward women's empowerment coach, and you know your your business name or your name, you know the balanced feminine. So I was I was just way off that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, like it says here on your Instagram profile. Um, energy healer and businesswoman. I help women feel more empowered, happy, and fulfilled through energy balancing and soul alignment. And that's that's just so powerful in itself, you know, just that description. And I was I was just wondering if you could. Well, actually, 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 I'll I'll read this here that I got on your on your website. It says uh, you do personal coaching, which results in. Um, oh man, I forget what I wrote there. I think I scratched that out. Oh, include personal coaching, which results include, uh, gain confidence and trust yourself, balance in body, mind, emotions, and spirit, more purpose, freedom, and prosperity, inner child healing and shadow work, step into your power and create your destiny. And you practice Reiki, CBD, CBT, and NLP practicing, balancing energy, and personal empowerment coaching. And, you know, it's like, wow, that's just a lot. I'm, 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 <laughs> There's I'm, so much to it, right? Because yeah. it's all about, to me, it's all about energy. And that includes the four energy bodies. So body, mind, spiritual, emotional, so you can, and then you can expand off of all of those. So I kind of give a little roundabout way yeah. of how I do that. Yeah, it's just, yeah, and it's like, it all has to do with energy and healing. And, mm-hmm. you know, to that's what I'm about. And it's like, to me, you know, it's that's just a total powerhouse of stuff right there. And, um, yeah, I was, I was wondering how long have you, how long have you been in coaching? Coaching is something that honestly I've done 
as far back as being a child, I've always just wanted to see the world be a better place and help other people be happier and healthier. And when I was a child, I was always helping my family, my friends from then up until now. And I've just recently started to use that to build my brand and actually make money and make a career out of it. Oh, okay, okay. Let's see, let me... Sorry, I'm having difficulty. Okay, there we go. No problem. I was just... Uh, yeah, I took Reiki three years ago, and I got master had my master's certificate in that and in, like, an in-class program. And then I actually went and did it again online because I wanted to see the difference, um, kind of like getting a, I guess, just a second learning from a second master to see kind of if there were any differences, see if I missed anything. And my interest in that all stemmed from actually going to a 12-day healing retreat in Peru in 2012, where I actually um, got to work one-on-one -on -one with some of the world's greatest energy healers and shaman, a shaman as well. So I learned a lot there, and ever since then, I just realized it was kind of affirmed for me in those ceremonies um, what I had known to be true about using energy for healing from being a child and how I could use that going forward to help myself and then later down the road to really help others. Right on, right on. Yeah, that's, that's very cool, you know, just being having that energy, essentially having that energy in yourself and wanting to help others, you know, realize, realize their energy and their potential and helping, helping guide them along the way, you know, to realize that potential. Yes. Yeah. It's just like manifesting. There's so much like in your mindset alone and your aura and your vibe and your energy, like you have to protect that. You have to, keep your vibration high as much as possible and have that awareness of when it's not and work with that. Yeah. And then you, you, you're, you magnetize great things that way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, uh, in the, yeah, I can recall in the past when I was down in the depths of my depression and just, you know, to feeling totally down and negative, you know, it's like, I, it seems though I had a couple of people, you know, that told me, you know, just sort of ribbing me, giving me a bad time or whatever, just sort of like, Shane, you got to pick it up, you know, you're dragging me down. And, and it's like nowadays, I, nowadays I get people, I just got a text this morning from a family member, you know, and I have various people tell me every now and again, I love your positive attitude, Shane, and it's just so contagious. And yes. it's, it's like energy. You know, you give out positive energy and it builds out in the world. You know, whereas, you know, if you're putting out negative energy, it it also goes out into the world. It does. And people are so drawn to that. And it um, it is contagious, highly contagious. And you your vibration is incredible. You have a great aura about you as well. And I think the way that I try to describe it is that we're all connected 
kind of to the same one source, the same energy pool, right? So if you think about us all connected along the lines, if people are bringing it down, then it's the collective vibration as a whole. So I kind of look at the bigger picture. So the more people who are raising that vibration, the higher the vibration overall in the world or of the collective, which I think ties into what you were saying. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um... Yeah, and I, well, of course, you went on the coaching, and I, the next question was, when did when did you first discover you were an energy healer? 2012, um, when I was in Peru, and I was like, this is for me, there is something... I guess when you go, when you go on these kinds of retreats, they, at this time I was a spiritual, but I was, I was unsure. I had a lot of questions and also a lot of deep rooted pain and a lot of uh, anger issues and stuff I needed to work up on. And I kind of saw it like it, the retreat was calling to me and I kind of saw it as the opportunity for me to um, maybe get myself out of the hell that I was living in <laughs> at this time. And and it really was as afraid as I was, sometimes it takes like stepping out of that comfort zone. And I just felt like deeply called, like, I have to do this. Something's got to give. I think that this is where I need to be. And I just felt I knew in my soul I needed to do this. So I went and I did it and I saw um, the magic that can happen when you get people together in a sacred ceremony and you put all of your intentions and completely surrender to what what the like the healing is going to do for you and i i learned about it and i was like wow this is a real thing and i really felt it i had um even the shaman there was about 20 of us in one energy ceremony and we were doing work with our heart chakra and he was like he came up to me and he was like wow he's like the energy and the love i feel from you and i was just like wow, I was mind blown because like, I felt it too. You know, I felt like we were working through it and it's like, uh, I don't know if you've ever done like body scanning or yoga nidra or visualizations like that, but you can get really, really tapped in and it's crazy. It's, it's like your body just goes other places and you, you just feel that deep spiritual connection and you feel that energy like you focus on one body part and all of a sudden you feel its vibration and the energy whether it's heaviness that needs to be released or whether it's in my case in the heart chakra it was all this love that I had and like I felt it and he came up to me and he's like I feel that and I was like are you kidding me like this is so real right now and there was a lot of magic that happened there and I was like this is something I need to pursue a hundred percent Awesome. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, it's, it, I can, I can just sense your energy right now. It feels like, feels like, you know, you're definitely on the right path with that, you know? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's like one of those things, like there would be no other way. Um, no, <laughs> I can't yeah. avoid it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like some things you just have to follow. You have to go that direction. And this is one of those for you. Um, yeah. I was, I was actually going to, uh, follow going to go in a direction like that at one time I uh, one of my one of my friends someone that you know someone I knew uh, had a uh, had a super bad headache or migraine or whatever and I had been studying up on Reiki and become interested in it you know energy healing and and so I just I'm you know Dave was giving her a massage 
and around the shoulders and neck area and up into the back of the neck and it's just like I was you know putting my energy out into her and you know through through my the touch of my hands on her shoulders and neck there and the back of her head and you know about 15 minutes or half hour into it and she was like wow you know it's my it's not totally gone but it's a lot better you know so you know i was i do have experience in that a little bit so you felt the energy like as you were focusing with your hands and focusing on like helping this woman you felt that transfer of energy yeah Yes. I, I feel the same thing when I'm giving massage and it's like, like I can almost like intuit where, where they need you to move your hands and you, yeah, it's a transfer of energy. And I don't think not everybody has that recognition of that. So that's, there's definitely a calling there for you. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, you know, it's like, that's one of those things where it's like, possibility it's like i'm interested in it but then you know i'm doing all this so mm -hmm. so i don't i don't know maybe maybe that's a maybe that's a side deal for me i should do <laughs> it, it applies in your life you're using it every day because you're aware of that energy right so oh, yeah true yeah <laughs> more, more more of a uh more of the uh i've read up on this a little bit more of the distance healing mm. yeah but uh, yeah, I uh, I wrote down a couple quotes from your website. Here it's you said uh, you're you're shown the same lessons again and again until you master them. You love yourself, right? So start mastering so you can have all that you desire. And uh, I just I think I thought that one was real cool, and I was wondering if you could go over that. Mm, yeah, I love that one. So that is to stop sabotaging because I think so many people can resonate with this, at least if they have that awareness that you, you have a choice every day and every moment, every opportunity, whether you're going to capture that opportunity or sabotage it, whether it's um, a relationship or a, something in business, a business partnership or any kind of opportunity. So I think, and then the reason why I put you love yourself, right? Because you love yourself enough. So you would put in that kind of work for someone else. If you were going to help someone else take an opportunity, if you were like, oh my gosh, you, you have to make this relationship work. You have to, this is the thing you need to work on. You would, you would help push someone that you love to do that. So it's time to recognize and do those things for yourself. You love yourself. So why not make those choices so that you end the sabotage so that you get to take up these opportunities for yourself and see the situations as, you know, what can I take away from this and everything that happens so that you're, you're coming at it from a level of expansion where it's not going to hold you back. You're learning, you're learning through each lesson and then I think you're going to realize more and more where the lesson lies. And then it's going to be more recognizable to you if it comes up again. And then that's where you get to decide, okay, I've had enough of this. I'm ready to grow out of it and move on and take more opportunities. Or I'm just going to stay stuck in this energy. And that's a choice. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, let me see here. 
Okay, and uh, I also wrote down this quote here, and I think I think it's I got this off your website, and I think it's just you know the best. It's pretty much so pretty much what I go by. It says uh, re replace anxiety with gratitude. Uh, what are you what are your thoughts on that one? A hundred percent. So to me, that is an anchor. So um, so grounding you. So whenever anxiety comes up, you don't want to be, you don't want to be dwelling too much in the past or worrying too much about the future. I think like 90% of our worries and what ifs in our mind never actually um, become reality or come to fruition. So we spend all that time and that anxiety and we really let it take us away from the present moment and our enjoyment of the now and what's actually happening in that moment. So to me, it's an anchor that when that anxiety starts coming in, just breathe and ground yourself and realize whatever you're thinking about, that's not actually happening. You're in this moment and what you can experience and feel in that moment is something that you're grateful for. So use that anxiety coming up as an anchor to switch your mindset into gratitude. Yeah, definitely. Um, I forget what... Uh where it was at or what I was commenting on, but there was a, uh, there was, I saw a post like yesterday morning about uh, something about gratitude. Yeah, some, something about gratitude. I forget what the post was, but at any rate, I commented that, uh, um, you know, basically I just, I'm grateful from the time I wake up every morning because, you know, it's like I'm, when I wake up, I'm immediately grateful, you know, for one more day of life. You know, I'm grateful that I woke up and I'm alive to begin with, you know, and then as the day goes on, the moments go on from there. I'm just grateful, you know, that I could, you know, live this life, you know, one more day and have these things happen in my life and be living, um, you know, and it's like, Every now and again, something, you know, will sometimes often, but things bring me down for a moment, but then I'm able to, you know, step back and realize, hey, at least I get to go through this. That's a good thing, right? And so it's like, you know, get to deal with it, get to learn, get to move on. And, uh, you know, so I get back into the feeling grateful and positive about things. And uh, don't let things drag me down to, you know, for too long at a time. I love that mindset. That's incredible. And it, it is such a gift to wake up each morning and to realize, you know, everyone that I love woke up today. And this day is a special occasion. Like, you don't need to lay in bed all day waiting for something to happen to make you happy. You just realize like I have today, like I woke up, I took this first breath and I love that you, you think that same way because that's really powerful and it takes a certain kind of um, appreciation for your life to, to come to that realization to begin with. And it's really beautiful and special. Well, thank you. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, well, you, you know, part, you know, my story, it's like, you know, between my brain injury and being in the coma for a couple months and then mm -hmm. coming out of that, having to go through that whole recovery, now living with MS, um, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, uh, you know, I'm just grateful 
you know, super, super grateful that I was able to get out of my wheelchair when they said I, you know, may never do that after my brain injury. And then, you know, living with MS, it's like every day's a, in a way, it's like every day's a crapshoot. You know, it could be, you know, it's, it's just roll the dice. Um, you know, it's like with MS, from what I'm told anyway, any, any moment, any day, any time, you know, my nervous system could just, you know, short out and, you know, I'd never be able to walk again or, you know, never be able to talk again or, you know, take away one of my body's other abilities, you know, maybe take away my thinking or something, I don't know. But, uh, you know, it's like just at any moment that could happen. And so it's like, I got to be grateful that I'm here right now and I'm still fully functioning and able and, mm -hmm. um, you know, able to live this life, um, you know, and it's like, uh, you know, it's just like I got, I had to take responsibility for my, for my life, you know, and, and just realize that, okay, this is up to me, um, you know, and so it's like I got, I had to take charge of my own life and why not be grateful for it all? You know, it could be the other way around, you know, as to where I'm not here. And that wouldn't be cool at all. So, mm -hmm. yeah, you could just you could totally you could just let it bring you down. You could be um, down and out about it, but you're you're choosing to enjoy your life and and even better yet to share that and spread that to others. And yeah. that is unbelievable. I can't imagine being told the, you know what you were about your nervous system that's terrible you know our nervous system is one of the biggest things that we have to protect and yoga nidra is actually very good for that if that's something you've ever looked into but yeah i can't imagine being told that and i love that you are taking responsibility to have that happiness and live and enjoy every day yeah it's it's just like oh yeah and i i have practiced yoga i've just I, the class I was doing, uh, the, the teacher, the lady who was teaching the class, she ended up her, you know, it, she ended up, her yoga ended up taking her elsewhere in the uh, fitness industry. So it's like, you know, no, no more of that class and I haven't found another one. So then again, I haven't really looked for another one, you know, nearby or whatever. I'm sure there's plenty here in Tacoma. Um, but yeah, it's, um, there's actually a quote from, I was another, a guy I follow online. Uh, I was in a Zoom call with him not too long ago. Vusi Tembakwayo. He's from South Africa. And okay. uh, anyway, one of, one of, one thing he said, I latched onto and I, I feel it so deeply because, you know, it applies to my life. But uh, he said, let me see if I can get this right. Oh yeah, if he said, if you're waiting for someone to come save you, if you're just waiting, you know, waiting to take your next step or whatever, waiting for someone to come save you, just quit because you're it. You're the one. You are your own savior, you know. And so you, but you'd be best just to do the work and save yourself. Mm, I like that. Yeah, and so you know, instead of waiting around for instead of waiting around for the 
you know, someone else to come save me. It's like, you know, I had to step up and do the work myself, you know. And it's like everyone needs to do that, you know, if they can. Yeah, get in the driver's seat of your own life. Where where do you want to go and how are you going to get there? What kind of support do you need? Um, you know, what's holding you back and really dig in and, and try and figure those things out about yourself because you're in control 100% of the way. So, yeah, take that responsibility. Otherwise, yeah, don't wait around for anyone else to do it for you because that's not their responsibility. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's And, you know, it's like that's, yeah, it's like in the past I, uh, you know, well, with the depression and fatigue I was dealing with, I wasn't working and just sort of like, you know, doing as, I was doing what I could but not doing enough and it's like, I don't know, I look back and it's just like sort of, you know, like I could have used coaching at that time, but it's like, um, you know, wait. I was waiting for, waiting for someone else to come save me. I was getting help mm -hmm. from all these outside sources, but barely doing anything, not doing anything for myself. Yeah, you have to be the one to ask, right, and reach yeah. out because most often, um, you know, even your closest relatives might not even understand or really have any idea what you're going through because so much of it's mental or or know how to help you right so it's someone's not going to come up and say hey you know what i think you need i think you need this kind of support you should start doing this like it's something that you need to look into for yourself 100 percent, and then you have to be able to ask for it and it goes back like I've, I love helping people. I always have. And like I said, since I was a child, I was always, I had friends and family that I was tutoring, but they always asked me first for my help. <laughs> so that's, you know, the theme you, you have to ask. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, you gotta, it's like each of us has to step up and, you know, live life for ourselves, take those steps, do that work you know move forward can't can't always you know like i was saying you can't always wait for someone else to come save you because they're too busy saving themselves living their own life yeah you know they're too busy putting their energy there to come over and spend their energy you know living your life for for you when mm -hmm. that's what each of us should be doing anyway yeah, you got to look out for number one. And that might seem kind of harsh because sometimes you um, like I can remember being younger when I was going through um, depression and anxiety and being like, why doesn't anyone understand? How come nobody notices and almost taking it personally? And and then that just kind of got me down even more <laughs> until I finally realized, like, this is all on me. <laughs> so definitely definitely and that right there what you just said it's all on me you know it my life is all on me your life is all on you you know and everyone's life is all on them you know it's like got to step up and do the work you know to get where we want to go be who we want to be and um you know it's like i you know, it's like, I'm just so grateful for everything. I, you know, I never would have, 
I never would have met Gary Vee and got and had you know he never would have flown me to New York City if I had stepped up, done the work, wrote my autobiography, you know, and needed some marketing tips. So I went and met him, you know, when he mm -hmm. spoke in Portland. It's like everything's connected like that. Synchronistic. Yeah. When you start doing things and start following your path and start doing the work and showing up for yourself, doors are going to open and synchronicities are going to happen and things are going to align for you the way they're meant to. And it's going to blow your mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's exactly. And, you know, follow that synchronicity through a little more, a little further, you know, and it's like, if I wouldn't have got connected with Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, it might have been later or may not have happened that I got connected on Instagram, mm -hmm. hooked up with an Instagram account, wouldn't have met Brittany Michael Chuck, mm -hmm. and wouldn't have gotten into her marketing group, wouldn't have met you. So, you know, yeah. it's it's all connected. You know, so it's like if, if I hadn't if I hadn't stepped up and written my book then, you know, and done that work, then in the end I wouldn't have met you. So you know, in uh, Brittany Michael Chuck's mastermind or marketing group. And uh, yeah, it's just, um, everything's, that's, and that's how I feel is like, and like you were saying earlier, the energy, you were talking about energy and how you, you know, you can sense my energy and aura and it's like, I sense yours. And uh, you know, it's like all the energies connected and we just, you know, need to realize those connections. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's just like saying, you know, you're most like the top five people that you spend your time with. So it's like find your tribe, find people who are like minded, find people who support you, who invest in themselves the way you do. And, you know, it's easy to keep that high vibration around 100 percent. Yeah. And I find that in the mastermind and with people like you, like I consider you guys my soul tribe, you know, like we, we align for a reason, a hundred percent. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it's, well, it's like that the group we're in, it's like, it's, I, I feel that 100% what you just said, you know, it's like we connect, it's like we joined the group for one purpose and yet we get a lot of other benefits from it, you know, the, you know, being connected, our energies and everything. And, you know, it's like, wow, that's so cool, you know, and, uh, you know, gaining, it's like you, you, and life, life seems to be just like that. You go into it for, you know, you go into a situation or go into some circumstances for one purpose and you realize in the end that that was just a byproduct, you know, and it was actually a totally different purpose why you were actually basically sent there. Mm, you just have to wait for the pieces to come together. And that's the most exciting part, just enjoying the process. And then looking back one day and being like, wow, there was so much more to it. And this yeah. is how the pieces all came together. Yeah. So when did you, when did you publish your autobiography? That was something that I, always wanted to do and I never did and I'm curious about that. August, uh, it was actually the date of my publication was August 15th, 2016. I st and I started the writing of my book in uh, 
It was like September, like September, late September, early October of, uh, no, it was September of 2015. It took me about three months to write my book. And then uh, I was just pouring all my energy into it, you know, before and after work. And uh, on the weekend, sometimes I'd spend a few hours on Saturday or Sunday writing. And then, uh, yeah, it took about three months to write it. And then back and forth with my publisher. Um, yeah, back and forth with them for about seven or eight months. And then finally, you know, was able to publish the final product. Well, wow, that I, must be such an inspiration to so many people. That's incredible. Thank you. Actually, and actually, it was I self-published it through uh, Balboa Press, uh, the self-publishing division of Hay House. Okay. Because it's like my book was meant to be or is in the inspirational, motivational genre. Mm -hmm. telling my story and trying to inspire and motivate people. So I uh, I went to Hay House, got on their website, and right at the top of the page, it's big, bold letters says, essentially, if you don't, essentially it said, if you don't have an agent, don't talk to us. So I'm like, well, that sucks. But I saw a link underneath that, down the page a little bit, that said, self-publish, you know, click on this link. And so I'm like, sounds good to me. <laughs> and you did it that's incredible i love that all about taking that action yeah just taking the taking the next indicated step i love that like sharing your story and it's all about in the end it's all about impact right yeah and helping to make the world a better place especially with everything the challenges that you've overcome and, and then taking that action to actually write it all out and share it with other people. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, actually, actually, you know, I'm, you know, being, having an, you know, just phenomenal being an energy healer and a uh, Reiki practitioner and coach. It's like, I think, I think you ought to do the same. You ought to write, you know, write your story. And write, you know, write an autobiography and get it published. Not necessarily, not necessarily through the publisher I did. I mean, a very good publisher, but, you know, just whatever avenue you can find is best for you. I just might one day, you know, I, um, I'm actually co-authoring one of the Business Life in the Universe books coming up in the new year. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I get to, I get 2,000 words. So I will be teaching about the importance of energy and balancing the masculine and feminine energy and how important that is in serving your, your biological as well as your soul purpose in this lifetime to make the world a better place. So I'll be talking about that. So I'm really excited there. And uh, the idea of an autobiography, that was something that I had started and what happened was it turned into more of a timeline because I found out that there was a lot of like holes or black spots in my memory. And I just remember I got to this point where I was like, okay, I don't like the person that I've become. I'm not happy. I need to change it. And I was like, I need to backtrack and think about all the things I've been through 
what happened what year so that I can really pinpoint where the healing needs to happen. So then it turned into this timeline. I was like, this year, this is where I was. This is what I did. This year I went through this. This year I went through this. And then I just looked at it and then I just started doing all the healing. And then I never actually wrote wrote the book, but I, I figured out who I was. You know, I came back home to myself and I think that was what was most important to me at, at the end of that. And then now it's like, I've just jumped to speaking out about it. Um, like I was saying, like, I always, I'm a writer, I'm a writer. It's what I've always done. Like when I was 12, I was published in chicken soup for a, a story called push by an angel. I didn't tell anybody that I wrote it or mailed it off to them. Like my parents just got a phone call at dinner one night, like your daughter's going to be in this book. And they were like, Aaron, you didn't even tell us, but I used to sit in my room and write and write and write and just like off to publishers. And I was in a couple other magazines. Um, but I just, something just feels like I just need to start using my voice so I don't know if that's just for the time being and then I'll write later down the road, but it definitely feels like I'm, I'm where I'm supposed to be. And yeah. writing this chapter is really exciting. And then the idea of maybe an autobiography down the road, that's something I would definitely, definitely consider. Right on. Very cool. Yeah, it's like, um, I remember I actually started out with that. Um, when I was like, a, I don't know, I was junior or senior. I think it was when I was a senior, actually. Well, I well I got sober and in a twelve step program in my when I was I got sober when I was sixteen, and um, I remember doing you know doing the four step, you know taking personal inventory and going over my life you know and looking at my whole life during during that time while yes. I was working on that step and taking the personal inventory of my whole life. Up the timeline. <laughs> up, up until, you know, up until the time I was 16. Yeah. And um, when I quit drinking and doing drugs. And then a few months later, I was doing a, uh, I was working on a project. It was for a senior English credit that are an English credit anyway, that I started in uh, summer school, which was voluntary. I just, I went to summer school so I can, you know, do more credit, possibly, you know, get out of school a little sooner. I was going, I was going to an alternative high school where you work at your own rate. So I was looking to get my work done and get out of there. And uh, at any rate, um, I, one of the projects was to write an autobiography, write your life story. So, and I was just working on it far too long, ended up ended up to where it's like they said, I was working on it into the school year, the next school year. And they said, I was finally told near the end of that school year, okay, never mind, Shane, you don't even have to do that. You only had to start that credit during summer school and it was taken care of and uh, it's done. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, cool. And so I quit writing, but, uh, yeah, it's like I was writing my life stories then and had it, you know, I had a lot of it written and who knows what happened to that, but I ended up writing my life story later on publishing it. So there you I go. love that. I totally, totally resonate with that. Cause it's just like I was saying, like I wrote the timeline and then I even wrote like the first two pages of the autobiography and then, yeah. and then like you're saying, it's like the project that never got completed. And then you just kind of put it down for a while and came back to it. And that's something you can definitely 
do. You've proven that it worked for you. And I think something important to take away from this for any, for everyone who's viewing is to take that inventory yeah. of your life to find out, you know, what you've been through and where, where that pain is and what it is that you've gone through that you need to really focus on to, to heal and go forward. You don't have to write an autobiography, but just take stock yeah, and realize like what made you the person that you are today. And are you happy with that person or not? And then what changes can you make going forward? Yeah, definitely. And that's, you know, that's, that's one thing that I think it's all about, um, or, you know, one of the strong pieces of the foundation of life is, are you happy with it? Are you happy with who you are? Are you happy with, you know, the direction your life's going? Are you happy with what you're doing? Are you happy with your job? Are you happy with, you know, your home? Are you happy with the people in your life? Essentially, are you happy? You know, and if not, change that. Do the work. You know, yeah. You can't wait for someone else to come save you. You gotta, you gotta find out what's happy, what causes your happiness, and go for that. You show up for you. Yeah. yeah Dive exactly. into your passions. Figure out who you are, and build off your passions. Start a business. Make money doing things you love to do. Create your destiny. Live your dreams. It's all possible. <laughs> You just have to jump in the driver's seat. Yeah. Well, and get support. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's like, it's like, um, um, I've said this before on here and it's like people know, but, uh, my, uh, my, uh, my job, uh, that I, you know, what I do to pay the bills, I wash dishes at a local restaurant, you know, uh, and, um, except this past week, I, uh, you know, due to the COVID situation and businesses being slow, our restaurant sort of slow, you know, I'm laid off right now. And it's like, you know, so I'm got to wait until this lockdown's over or business picks back up or one of those. And so I'm looking into, you know, okay, I'm not going to be happy if my bills aren't paid. So I got to look for, you know, other ways to, you know, pay my bills. What's going mm -hmm. to make me happy? What's you know, and essentially what you're saying there, you know, what we we're talking about, what, what can you do to make your, to be happy, you know, so far as starting a business or doing whatever, you know? Yeah. I think entrepreneurship is so important. It's something that kind of runs in my family and that I've always been passionate about. I remember when I was, um, when I was in school, I actually, I actually dropped out in grade 10 because I moved out to the city on my own. I got an apartment. I started working full time and then I finished in correspondence. But up until then I was in doing all my studies in preparation for university because I wanted to be a pediatrician. I wanted to go to school, go to university and become a doctor. And something kind of happened around age, you know, 14, 15, where I had, I had already got my story published and I just, there was something about like the whole school system that just didn't feel like the right path for me. I felt like I needed to have my own experiences and make my own decisions. I didn't like being told I needed to be here at a certain time. And this was how cookie cutter my life was going to be. And I ended up, yeah, leaving and learning how I just kind of dove into all these different um, things about becoming an entrepreneur because I was like, do I really want to be a doctor? Because 
I real had the realization that when I'm older and I want to have a family, like what if they call me in for an emergency on Christmas morning? Or what if I don't have time to spend with my family? And I think that was the big thing. I was like, I want to have the freedom to make my own hours and have time for my family because when I'm older, I want to be able to have a family. And I think that's something that a lot of women especially struggle with these days because they're choosing these careers over having, having families especially with nowadays needing to have a dual income to support families comfortably. Women need to be working. And I think if that's the system that we're going to work in, then entrepreneurship is a hundred percent the answer because there's no limit to, to when you're working or um, how much money you're going to make and you can work remotely and you can't have that taken away from you either. Like what's happening in this pandemic. You're not going to have that. Am I going to go into work tomorrow? And they're going to tell me I don't have a job, you know? So it's like taking control of, of your life in a business sense as well. I think that's so important, especially in today's world with today's money. Yeah. And pandemic, unfortunately. Yeah, definitely. Just taking him. It's like, um, yeah, instead of, uh, instead of, having the controls, you know, someone else having the controls over here and you have to, you know, follow what those follow what the program that they put into the controls, you know, mm -hmm. it's essentially putting controls in front of yourself. So, yeah. that, so that, you know, you're actually guiding your own path. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And taking responsibility. Yeah, we shouldn't have to sacrifice. We shouldn't have to say, well, I don't think I can have more than one child or I don't think I, I can have a family because I need to, you know, do this and that in order to make enough money or sacrificing, you know, getting your job taken away from you completely or getting laid off. I don't think that's necessary if we can learn how to work for ourselves, which they don't teach in today's education system. They don't teach you that. They don't teach you entrepreneurship, but yeah there's ways to learn about it definitely um yeah and there was there's another quote uh one of one of your posts on uh instagram has a quote of yours you say your best is enough and you are the only one who knows if you are giving it in each moment of every day so are you proud of yourself and pushing through or disappointed and breeding insecurity because you know you can do better yeah. yeah and Does that resonate with you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just so powerful. You know, because it is in every moment because, you know, I had this realization too in a, uh, a fitness accountability group that I was in over the last eight weeks. And they were, the coaches were like, okay, I want to hear from everyone what your biggest takeaway from this, the biggest thing that you progressed in or learned out of this. And I was the first to comment and I was like, what have I not progressed in? What, and like, what did I not learn? And I was like, I think the biggest takeaway for me from this was not beating myself up on days that I couldn't give a hundred percent and knowing that my best is enough and being okay with that, you know, because there would be days where, you know, I couldn't get my check-in in on time. And in my mind, I'd be like, oh, like I'd feel terrible about it. And then I'd procrastinate it even more or whatever. And 
you know, the whole lesson out of that was just to not beat yourself up because my circumstances every day are my own and I know if I'm giving my very best. It might not look like 100% to the person who's who I think is expecting 100% or what that would look like, but I know that it's 100% of what I could give in that moment and that's what you need to learn is enough because you you know that. I was like, "Oh, I don't need to feel bad because you know, my coach wanted this from me yesterday. I should feel amazing because I gave it to her a day late and I did it and I'm in this for the long run and I'm never giving up because I'm someone who will stop at nothing and I know that that's the kind of person I am because I know what I've been through and I know that I've always persevered. So if you have that kind of mindset for yourself, you know that your best is enough. It doesn't have to be 100%, 100% of the time or you're just going to disappoint yourself. So just give all that you can in every moment. And you're the only one who can make that call for yourself. Nobody else knows if you're giving 50% or 100% of what you have right now. Yeah. And make the choice to, to do your best. Because as soon as you don't, you're you're the only one that's going to be like, wow, I let myself down today. But then just keep picking yourself back up and persevere. Right on, right on. Well, it's, yeah, it's, and that's, that's an excellent note to end on. I was just looking and uh, it's about that time to be wrapping up. So we can get ready for the next show here at the station. But uh, I just wanted to thank you so very, very much for uh, being on my show. And uh, something I realized during the show, we will have to do this again sometime so I can actually record it and have it on my Facebook Live. I, I messed up and it's not. So, But yeah, spreading positive energy, that's what it's all about. So it's a good thing. <laughs> thank you Shane so much I'm so honored to be on your show today this is incredible thank you so much and I would love to do this again anytime yeah yeah definitely and um, just before we go I was wondering if you wanted to if you could give uh, tell tell uh, the tell our viewers and listeners how they can get a hold of you if, if they want to absolutely um, you can follow me on Instagram my handle is Aaron underscore Carthew and you can also find me on Facebook Aaron Carthew and maybe you can write these on the video tag them on the video actually, actually um, I was just gonna say actually it's not it's not gonna be on my this uh, zoom call it's going to the station and then I don't know if I can actually save the video but because I think it goes there and then it's gone <laughs> okay, I think I think Zooms are automatically recorded. I'll check mine. Okay, okay. Check yours for sure. Okay, maybe they are. I'm not okay. sure. I'm not sure all the all the ins and outs and all the details of that. So. Okay, well we'll look into it. No problem. But yeah, yeah so yeah. Instagram and Facebook, and then my email is erin.carthew at gmail .com. So e r i n dot c a r t h e w. So. Okay. Right on. And yeah, once again, thank you very, very much for being on my show and, uh, you know, helping me to spread positivity and gratitude and make it louder in the world. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you very much. And you have a, you have a phenomenal day and I'll talk to you later. You too.